God gave us a love for his word, and we want to be able to proclaim it righteously and with integrity and not just soup it up to something of our agenda. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Yeah, baby, we are back. Episode 38, some special things happening. But first, that's Ryan Chittister. What's going on, guys? And that's producer Carl. Greetings. Oh, man. Dude, I breathed so loud into this mic when it first started. So forgive me if you hear just... <laughs> he's working on <laughs> oh, he's working bad. on his uh covid breathing techniques That's to right. strengthen his lungs anyways very special episode and we probably say that all the time but it really is because it marks a new adventure for yeah. the life after addiction podcast um we are very excited this is uh a joint venture we were approached by life audio uh salem web salem media they have started a podcast branch of their organization, and they have some amazing content, Christian Christ-centered podcast over there. And so now uh, Life After Addiction is going to be on that. This is the first episode there, so we figured we would do some recap. Yeah. Uh, and I think that will be beneficial for everyone, even the ones that um, have currently listened and followed the podcast, but definitely for the people whose first time, uh, because Salem is going to – kind of promote it and get it out there. So we're glad that you're listening. Only thing different for the ones that have followed us, there will be two commercial breaks. Um, if you're watching this episode on YouTube, uh, you'll probably just see us make some funny faces during those commercial breaks, <laughs> but that's what we're going to do. So uh, yeah, so we're going to dive in. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode. This is another thing that we're doing is we're no longer doing seasons. We're just going to, it technically is season three, episode 38, but from here on, we're just going to say episode 38 until we get to a thousand or the Lord takes us or it's time. Episode to one million. Episode 1.7 million. <laughs> I don't know that that's physically possible. No. In the years that we have on this earth. I mean, unless, yeah, I don't think you could do that. Anyways, we're excited, but hey, before we dive in, we are going to take our first commercial break. So a word from our sponsors. Hello folks, my name is Derek Greer and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And we're back. We're back, baby. Hey, we had to get we had to get those sponsors again. Hey, we're 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 told and we are confident. Obviously, Salem is a Christian organization, but if there's ever any commercial or advertisement that's on the podcast and it doesn't seem like it, 
fits with what we're doing, please email us info at spring to life.net. That's info at spring, the number two life.net. And just let us know. Uh, we're probably going to track all of these, but we might not be able to hear it. So, and again, you're not going to hear commercials on the YouTube channel. You're just going to see those faces, which I about lost it right there. Um, but anyways, man, Chittister, tell the people, if this is your first time hearing of life after addiction or S2L, tell the people what you think they need to hear. Lead us in. Um, actually, why don't you just tell them a little bit about who you are? Yeah. So my name is Ryan Chittister. I am the facility director here at S2L Recovery. Um, we got a bunch to discuss, so I'll give a little bit of brief about S2L. Uh, we are a Christ-centered addiction recovery facility. We have it two phases. Our first phase is a 16-bed all-male facility, ages 18 through about 65. Um, and then we have a phase two facility that's another 42 days, six weeks as well, and we have 10 beds over there. Um, I am actually a former student at S2L Recovery, not one, not two, but three times I was a stubborn, hard-headed mule prior to coming here. I actually found Christ in the program, and my life was radically transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. So whenever we proclaim freedom in Christ, when we proclaim that you're not an addict, that there is actual freedom in the name of Jesus, we've experienced that firsthand. Um, I just graduated college. I have a Bachelor's of Science in Ministry Leadership. Um, what God's done in my life over the last few years, I could have never imagined being in this sort of place. Um, I remember about a year ago when God called us to start S2L Studios and start, you know, making Christ-centered content. Uh, we just felt like through our stories, through our testimonies, through what we see in this ministry daily, through what God's done in our lives, man, that there's many people out there who could who could get a message from what we have. And mm. our, our title is Life After Addiction, and we are living proof that there is life after addiction, not a mere existence, but a spiritual abundance of a life that goes beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. And AKA Ryan Chittister, AKA Chitty, yep. AKA Chitty Chitty Bang Bang mm. is what some call it. Come on. Uh, and so, hey, he did. He said he went through the program a few times, but uh, I believe July 1 or just recently marks what, four years yeah. walking in that life after addiction, walking in freedom. So, four years ago was the last time he came in the program. Uh, and he's rocked it out. A few things he didn't mention. So S2L, our, our all-male recovery facility in Middle Tennessee, it is licensed and yep. joint commission accredited. Mm. Um, we have doctor and nurse and clinicians on staff. Uh, we're able to take most commercial insurances. And um, we've been told, and from the research that we've done, uh, there's not many, if any, that are truly Christ-centered, uh, that are also combining the medical, combining the clinical, uh, and unashamedly go and look at our website, s2lrecovery.org, s2lrecovery.org. Um, the, the, our, our non-negotiables, and you'll go see there are tenets of faith and what we're standing on. And number one is we will stand on the Word of God unapologetically. In Amen. fact, our curriculum, which is called Lost and Found Recovery in Christ, is taken from Second Peter. And I was going to read it, but I'll just give you the mic drop of it. Uh, in Second Peter, it says that we can escape the corruption that's in the world that comes through sinful desires. And I always pause there because if you're listening to this, um, one, it's because of how good-looking we are. If you're watching, True. I should say, watching on YouTube, it's because of how good-looking we are. If you're listening to this, it's because of the smooth radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I was going. But... Uh, 
Go and check it out. It's our tenants of faith, lost and found. If you're listening, that's where I was going. If you're listening to this or watching this, it's because you probably have some kind of connection to addiction, whether it be you or a family member, a loved one, or someone. You're just seeing the constant rise. We have a documentary called The Forgotten Pandemic because people are not focusing on what's really happening. The number one cause of death in this country for ages 18 to 50 is drug overdose. The number one cause of death for 18 to 50-year-olds is drug overdose. So it's crazy what's happening. When you hear that word desire mm. in the Scripture, it means something different to me. And I'm not trying to say, hey, we have this, you have that. But if you've ever struggled with addiction or know someone that has, I'm telling you, that word desire that had its hooks in them or me or you and caused us to do things that we would never have done, right? Chittisti, chittisti, chittisti. <laughs> Chitty stir. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Carl, producer Carl, myself, man, good people and the addiction and something chasing something, that desire caused us to do wicked things. And so when you really boil that down and you read 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 11, and you see that we can escape those desires, it's a mic drop moment, man. It really is because all I was told in my life growing through addiction, going through these meetings was I'm always going to be an addict. I'm always going to be an alcoholic that once you're this, you're always this. And what the word of God says is that comment is from the pits of hell. It's not true. God says that you're made new. Hmm. God says that you're a new creation, that who he sets free is free indeed. And again, most of the listeners uh, that have followed us for a while know that this is our message. It does get us in trouble. We're not the secular norm. We speak things radically against the secular norm because it's antithetical to God's word. So that's why we do it. That's our, that's our stance on addiction. And so when we created this podcast a few years ago, at first it was just audio only, and it was with Pastor Bruce, who actually authored the curriculum. Uh, now we've adopted it. And, and, man, what's crazy, and I'm not trying to plug the whole episode, but just since August when we released the, the Forgotten Pandemic at theforgottenpandemic.com, when we released the documentary, man, it, our goal was to wake up the church. And the response to that has been amazing. It, it's what has happened. We've had churches all over the country starting lost and found groups instead of AA and NA in their churches. And we have a workbook and we have a video series that right now media asked us to do. And so it's out there. Our goal is to put the message of hope out, the truth. We share it in our own lives and our own stories, mm -hmm. and Carl as well. We have alumni on. You can go back and listen or watch some of those episodes. And it truly is about life after addiction and that you're not always going to be this. You don't have to always be this. You're not a secondary citizen. In fact, our big saying, and then I'm going to let you take over. I've been talking. Yeah. I'm fired up. Our big saying that we believe God's called us to, and it's not just cliche, is from the rooms of recovery will come the revival of a nation. Mm. Why do we believe that? Yeah. I want to go back to what you were saying about, you know, um, escaping the corruption and the, the lustful desires, um, of these worldly things in our lives. Not only does it say that, but second Peter chapter one, we always preach on it, that we become partakers of God's divine nature, divine nature. And out of our lost and found curriculum, which is based out of second Peter chapter one, that gives you seven principles. And it says, if you apply these seven principles to your life, it'll keep you from being ineffective and, and unfruitful in your walk with the Lord. So by applying, by supplementing these virtues, these principles to your life, a life of freedom is not only possible, but God promises that to us. Mm. Um, and that's what we stand on here. I forgot what your question was. And if originally. God said it, so, so be, be it. it. Here's my question. Why do we say from the rooms of recovery comes the revival of a nation? 
Yeah, for me, man, it, it's it's a unique thing. Being so far gone and so lost and walking and dwelling in darkness for so long. Um, when I came to Christ, the radical transformation that occurred brought about this fervor and desire within me to relentlessly pursue the gospel and Christ because Ooh. I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt this is the only place freedom is found is in Christ. When you've been so far gone and you've been led so far astray and you've walked in corruption and darkness for so long, when that light changes you, when when the spirit of God comes upon you and your life is radically changed, how you think, how you walk, how you talk, how you act, the new desires he gives you, man, you have this passion about you that you want to get this message of hope out to the world because the world's message is not that of hope. It's that of being stuck, being trapped, identifying in your sin. So it was completely counter to everything I had been taught up to my, my life up to the point that I came here and found Christ. It's like, I'm not stuck. I'm yeah. not trapped. I don't have to identify with my sin. That's not who I am. Yeah. In fact, the gospel is the complete opposite of that, that I have been restored. I have been reconciled. I have been redeemed. I have been renewed. And that, that brings passion to someone from the rooms of recovery to the revival of a nation yes. because it's completely counter to what we learned prior to finding Christ. That's good. Producer Carl, give me a 10-second add-on. Why do we say from the rooms of recovery comes the revival of a nation i think that i think what chitty's saying is so spot on man i think that when you've tasted and Mm. seen Mm. everything that the world has to offer Mm. and then you taste and see that the lord is good it it puts a fire inside of you that's like man why would i ever chase after anything other than jesus he's the only thing that's ever made real sense you know that's good that's good and and listen guys please go back you'll be able to see uh, I mean, our very first episode, episode one of season three, we're not doing season anymore, like I said, but uh, it's just fun. We kind of intro it. We do, a, we do a special challenge at the end. It looks like it's ending, but go to the very end of that video and wa- watch me and Ryan eat on air a little nitro gummy, which is the world's hottest gummy barrels, 9 million on the Scoville. Mm. Uh, go back and check out. He does a testimony one. I do a testimony one. He does. Carl has one with his sister about his story. We have alumni that are in sprinkled throughout. We have Sarah Keel, who um, is an executive director of another program. We talk about freedom in Christ. Uh, the college graduation, uh, there's a college graduation episode, and if you're just listening, go and know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan was asked to speak at his college graduation to represent his graduating class, and he cuts a promo for this episode during his speech. It was classic, man. Go back and listen to those. But hey, stay with us. We got to take another uh, quick break from a word from our sponsors. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. 
Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And we're back. Hey, that's it. <laughs> I got you. We love it. We I love it. You. So if you're listening and you're not watching, during the little short commercial break, Chittister and I just played Paper, Rock, Scissors, and he got lucky and beat me. But anyways, <clears throat> again, go back and listen to the, the other episodes if you're liking what you're hearing. Uh, and also, uh, info at spring2life.net, info at spring2life.net. Uh, email us, let us know if there's someone that you think should be on the pod. If there's someone, a topic that you want us to talk about, uh, today, we're just talking about, um, kind of just a recap of who we are just for the new audience to hear it next week. We're going to be talking about training and righteousness, and then you can go and look at all the wide variety of things that we've talked about. Um, I will say there's just, it's an honor, man. Uh, we feel like God called us to do that. We're 38 episodes in. Um, and just to be approached and I don't know, God's using this in a mighty way, but there's been times that we feel like we're just talking to a space full of nobody, but our yes has been on the table just to be faithful, to talk about this, to get this out. And then all of a sudden we get just words of encouragement from alumni, from random people we don't know in other States about how they're listening and they're tuning in and there seems to be some traction growing with this. And so if you're listening and you're a regular listener, thank you so much. Thank you when you, you shoot us private words of encouragement. Um, we'd love for you to go and subscribe to all of our platforms, uh, share them, do those things. Um, but, yeah, we got about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes left. What yeah, do you want to close this thing down with I'll, the back I'll briefly just give a 10,000-foot summary of how kind of I got to where I, I am today, and maybe you could do the same yeah, yeah, just yeah, so yeah. the listeners and our new Absolutely. audience maybe could discover more about us. So, yeah. I'm actually 32 years old, single, never been married, no kids. Um, I came through the program the first time in 2017. I got saved. I got baptized. Um, but I still needed some sanctification to go on. I still needed to deny myself in certain areas. There was still some relinquishing of control and obedience um, that needed to play out. And praise God for conviction. Um, I, I, although I went back to my own vomit, so to speak, um, I came back to that cross. I had direction for the first time in my life. I knew where to run. And so I came back here that third time, um, and I knew that Christ was the only way. Mm. And I went through many dark years. I'd say about uh, a little over a decade of, of drugs, of a drug addiction, and it took me to some really dark places. I was a thief. I was a liar. I was a manipulator. Um, I've had many tickets. I've been to jail before. Um, I've done some bad things to some good people, and I hurt my loved ones over and over and over for many, many years. You died. And uh, yeah, I overdosed in 2017. Um, and fortunately, obviously, I'm, I'm here. So I was resuscitated. Um, but that's kind of where the whole God thing started in my life. I'm sure he was pursuing. In fact, I know he was pursuing me before that I was too gone to acknowledge it, or to even know that he was pursuing me. But I got out of the hospital from that overdose. And I really started to ponder like life and the meaning of it. And there had to be like a purpose for all the evil and everything that I had done to, to my loved ones for so long. And crazy story, long story short, I get out of the hospital. Obviously, I didn't notify my parents that I had overdosed. I was, I think, 25 or 26 at the time. 
And my mom sent me a link to S2O recovery within five days of me being out of the hospital, her not even knowing that I had overdosed. Oh, wow. Ended up coming here. And like I said, man, I got saved. I got baptized. And my life has been radically transformed by the cross of Christ. And it's surreal, man, even to be doing podcasts with you, to see that Salem Media reached out to us to, you know, want to partner with us, um, what God's doing through this ministry, what God's doing through the brothers that I now am surrounded by. Man, it's such a blessing. Um, it just it reveals that there is life after addiction and yes. not just through me, the men we serve, the men who come through our program, the men that I serve with. Um, and it extends the reach that God has um, whenever he transforms the life of a man who comes through here. It it goes to all their families. My dad is closer to the Lord than he's ever been. The revival My brother is closer to the Lord than he's ever been. Um, I mean, just so many people I know personally in, in my own life, you know, um, have seen what God has done and they know it, it comes from something supernatural. Yeah. There's, there's no book that I can read. There's no self-help thing that could, that I could do. There's no, it's the supernatural transformation of God. And that is the only thing. Yeah. The people in your life beforehand, they yeah. know you. bro. Yeah. So they know they see you now. It's like miracle. Yeah. There's no, I mean, it's like there, that's the real Testament, right? From the blood of the lamb and the word of our own testimony. But yeah, even the things he said about the, his brother and his father closest to the Lord, something I was talking about just this weekend, that's another piece of revival mm. of a nation. Amen. Entire, we're, we're recording this shortly after Father's Day. Uh, well, this week, uh, Sunday was Father's Day. You're yeah. hearing this on Wednesday or Tuesday. One of the things that we said was, man, one of the biggest deals that we get to watch, we're an all-male program, is when dad changes, mm. when fatherhood is restored mm. in a man's life from the grips of, of addiction, when he goes home, entire families are changing, man, and that is revival. And so a little bit about me. Um, well, just if you're listening, you're watching, I have an S2L hat on. He's got a hoodie on. We also have a T, which is up there behind um, Carl. Smile, Carl. Give it a little Vanna White point. <laughs> there it is. Nice. All that stuff can be found at S2L.net, and it's the numeral two, S2L.net. All of the proceeds go to our scholarship fund to help men get in that can't afford it and don't have insurance. A little bit about me. You can also find our curriculum there and the documentary and, and our workbook and everything. Yep. I, um, yeah, just was similar story to Ryan. Everything went bad. Was introduced to powerful prescription pain medication after an injury to my back. And it took a hold of me. It, that desire got its hooks in me quick. Ruined everything. Um, my marriage, I mean, it was, it was, I, I came back from this, was, was living a double life and I'm trying to just do a flyby cause you could go back to our episodes and watch them. But I was devastated by addiction, had lost everything, had gone to secular programs, 12 step NAAA. I want to say thousands of meetings, but I, I want to be honest and conservative. Very easily could say hundreds upon hundreds of meetings. Yeah. And man, there was just, there was no hope there when I was telling myself that I'm always going to be this, or I had to raise my hand before I could speak at these places and introduce myself as the bondage that hadn't had caused chaos in my life. There was no hope there. Lost everything. Wife separated every own, anything I ever owned gone law after me. And I just Googled, um, is there such thing as Christian addiction recovery? And I guess the reason I did that is because I grew up in church, right? And I get, and when the Bible says that raise a child in the way they should go, you know, that, that took root. And I just, there had to have been something different for me because mm -hmm. this didn't work. 
I'd done it, man, and I'd really done it. There's times that I wasn't really trying to be fair, but there were times I was. I didn't want to be this anymore. I didn't want to do this anymore. And then S2L somehow came up. So I, too, came through this very program over a decade ago. Uh, and, man, the moment I stepped foot on Freedom Hill, I don't, mm. it's, it's called Hill Creek Road. But, I mean, if you've been there, you know about that. what the feeling on the hill, man. The Spirit of God is just alive and at work. Um, and there was hope. Immediately there was hope. It's like, hey, the Bible it clearly doesn't the, – the Bible clearly talks about freedom. And your identity is important. Your identity is in Christ. And Psychology 101 will tell us that, right? If you call a little girl ugly her whole life, she's going to grow up and think she's ugly. Well, you call yourself this drug addict or alcoholic your whole life, you're going to at least think that's what the answer is. Whether you white knuckle it and you're just sober the whole time, whatever. But no, the Bible talks about freedom mm. and true freedom. And man, when I felt that, it changed me from the inside out. Not behavior modification that I'm working steps and I'm calling sponsors and I'm doing amends and I'm working through each. And none, none of that where I'm just trying to fix it on the outside. It literally changed me from the inside. A DNA type change, man. And my definition of sobriety versus freedom is this. Sobriety is I'm not doing something that I really want to do because of the consequences, mm. right? Jail, family, and I'm resisting. Freedom is I don't want to do it anymore. Like that is disgusting to me. That is true about my life. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm not saying I didn't do that. And I'm not saying I don't need to reap what I sowed either. And that's a whole nother episode about reaping what you sow mm -hmm. and this. I'm not saying any of that, but Christ died for that. He says, I'm a saint. How dare I say anything different? And that was hope filled, man. And it changed things for me and it changed things for these men over the decade. And so now God has me in a place of leadership here. The very program that I came through, he has me leading in just over mm. 10 years of serving, cleaning toilets, washing cars, coaching, teaching, sweeping, man, I've been able to see all aspects of this ministry. Now I get to be in a place of leadership and it's an amazing, I'm an ordained pastor. Um, and it's through the healing power of Christ, man. And that's, that's what birthed life after addiction because it needs to be proclaimed, mm. right? There is life after addiction and you better believe it, right? Mm. What else you got? Yeah, I'll just share a verse as you were talking, you know, um, this this is what came to, to my mind. It's John 14. I believe it's verse eight. And it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. <laughs> and a personal relationship with Jesus is how there is life after addiction. It's through that and that alone. It's through yeah. the blood of Christ. It's through the atonement. It's through the regeneration. Um, we possess the spirit of God, it dwells within us, man. I tell guys all the time, it is not Ryan versus addiction. It's not Adam versus addiction. Yeah. It is Christ versus sin. And my job is obedience, abide and trust in him. And whenever I can fight that battle and see that battle through that lens, man, that's where victory is found. The victory over addiction had already been won. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't aware. Right. <laughs> so good. I was fighting against it myself with my own power, my own understanding, with the ways of the world, what I was told by them. And it was already won. It was one. And so, like I said, my job was to abide in the word of God, to abide in Christ. And he fights that battle for me. Yeah, that's so good, man. That's so good. I mean, I guess the only other one, uh, other thing I want to add, um, just for the new listener, I think if you've listened for a while, you probably know, but we're not a, say it carefully. We're a ministry that does, is not tied to a denomination. Uh, and that's because we partner with a lot of different churches. 
which is an amazing thing, man. And we've been able to see some really cool stuff. Uh, but we are an organization that values doctrine and theology and sound doctrine and sound theology. And so we're not going to say things that are not biblical. And everything we talked about with freedom, it's biblical. We're not name it and claim it. We're not just, we're not these kind of guys. But if God said it, so be it. Mm. And so we are going to stand on the word of God and we are going to proclaim its truths and not shy away from that. And when it talks about freedom, it's him saying it. So if you take issue with that, <laughs> don't take it with us. Take it to the boss. And so we, we are heavily convicted on God's word. We believe in very sound doctrine. I mean, he went to Christian study. I, I went back to school and got a degree in religion and just studying the different languages. And even it's very important and it's very serious because God gave us a love for his word and we want to be able to proclaim it righteously and with integrity and not just soup it up to something of our agenda. So we believe in sound doctrine, sound theology. Uh, that's something that you're going to get from us. We put time into the things that we say. We have other, other resources on our, our, our YouTube channel. That's called S2L studio. Um, there's videos almost every single day. There's, there's some kind of Christ centered content, mm -hmm. engaging addiction every single day, at least four or five days a week coming out. And whether it's just a devotional or, um, a catapult or a Wednesday word of encouragement or this, uh, podcast, uh, and there's probably more coming. And so, yeah, final thoughts, Carl, man, um, guys moving on me over here. Just listening to him talk through you guys. It's, uh, I'm reminded of why it's by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony yeah. and not loving our lives unto death that we overcome because it, it does, it releases hope hearing you guys' stories. And to be honest, I feel like the uh, that worker in, in that parable of the uh, workers with the wages where the one that started last got paid the same wages that the ones who started in the morning and the afternoon got paid. And that wage for me is freedom. Yeah, And, um, you know, I just think... I'm thankful for guys that came before me that found out that this is real, mm. you know? Yeah. And we want to shout it from the rooftops, baby. Shout it from the rooftops. Uh, and you, you want to know why? Tell you me have any, why. You have final thoughts? Tell me why. No. Okay. I'm you good. want to know why? Tell me why. That we want to shout it from the rooftops? Let's hear. Because there is a thousand percent, unequivocally, life after addiction. Come on. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name's Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.